listen after searching for Claire Huxtable podcast. Dating, flirting, relationships, and sex. So we are back in full effect with searching for Claire Huxtable. This your man, Way, with my man, Maceo. How you feeling, Maceo? What up, what up, though? All right, so today's episode is a little bit different as we're going to take you all through a journey of where we at so far with Searching for Claire Huxtable, what it means, how it exists, and everything that it is. Searching for Claire Huxtable is a podcast that's hosted by myself and my man Maceo where we talk about relationships, dating, flirting, and a whole lot of different things from a black man's perspective, but we always have black women guests. And so far, we've welcomed in a lot of lovely ladies to join us for these discussions, Maceo. So, what you think so far about the whole searching for Claire Huxtable experience? Dang, man, that's crazy. Um, you know what? So far, I'm feeling it. I'm really, I'm really feeling the vibe. I'm feeling all the guests. Um, surprisingly, though, <clears throat> you know, um, I just didn't think that um it would be like that many people like eager to voice their opinion. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like. To um, to I guess talk to, about open yeah, up just open up, talk about all kinds of stuff. Um, I was really surprised, um, but that might be a tribute to or attributed to us as hosts. You know, um, you know, making people feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, allowing them to um open up and discuss things. It might be a little bit of the uh of the social lubricant we got going. Social lubricant <laughs> is definitely being poured right now, and it is a vodka day right now. Today we are going white. Standing with the white man. (laughs) No, I'm black, y'all. And I'm bliggity black, the black, black, y'all. So it's a vodka day today, but uh, we've definitely poured a whole lot. We've had some great guests. We've had some great episodes. We have a lot more in store for everybody. Stay tuned to Searching for Claire Huxtable. Every Wednesday, we have something new, www.searchingforclairehuxtable.com. Searchingforclairehuxtable.com. And you can also check us on all those social media formats. But along with that, we have some other ideas to get you all more involved as I have more blog posts coming for the website and more different features for the website as this past week we had the episode about breaking up episode 7 breaking up Maceo and Wade talk about how to deal with breaking up and when you know it's over featuring guest Danny and new new so long story short I got pregnant I aborted the baby I did not tell him okay yeah. So I'm a good secret keeper. It's not that I'm a liar. I'm just a very good secret keeper. It's just something shit, that unfortunately that, that's, I was. That's I a mean, lie, that's bro. secrets. It is. That's secret to the second power. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. So I had an abortion. I didn't tell him. Um, you know, I told him after the fact because in my mind, knowing our situation, and again, it this wasn't. is that's my homeboy. You know what I'm saying? That's that's why we got along so well. And it was just like I know this is something that you don't need. I know this is something that I don't eat. So not to say it like that, but whether we have a discussion about it or not, you know it's not gonna happen. Right. And then it kind of made me backtrack to again. This is me letting everything out there. The last time I had one, which was a long time ago, um, my my ex at that time was like, even though we did talk about it. You had already made your you know made your mind up, so it really didn't matter what I said. So right. I guess that's kind of like how why I applied it that way this time because it was like it don't matter what you say; it's my choice. And right now, I don't feel like we can handle that. You know what I'm saying? You try to move on and do certain things in your life. I'm trying to take care of my two and move on and do things in my life. And to just you don't need an interruption of everything. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's number one. That's gonna that's gonna for sure break down everything that we're trying to build up. I, I see no positive in this at all. Every Wednesday, 
Listen after searching for Clay Hoxtable podcast. Was infidelity involved? No. This is what was. This is what it came to. Honey, I need to tell you something. Oh shit. No, it wasn't. Right. He wasn't gay. He <laughs> said. We <laughs> 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 were on the same page. I'm like, what? He said, you ugly now. No, no, he said, I need to tell you something. And I'm like, okay, cool. You know, we, and I thought we had that report. We can talk about yep, anything. Cause I'm yep. big on communication. So yep. I said, you know, what is it? He was like, well, I snorted some cocaine the other day. Oh, I'm sorry. And so I was like, get the fuck out of here. You know, like, no, I'm, I'm serious. When I went on a road trip with my brother, I snorted some cocaine. He didn't want to drive. I wanted to stay woke. I said, so Pepsi's went out of fucking business. No dose, all five-hour right, right, energy right. drinks, all that shit. That's right. cocaine. Okay. So this is something that you've been doing, and you just wanted to tell me because somebody else saw you do it, and then you thought they were going to come tell me. No, right. it wasn't like that. It wasn't like that. I said, so what is it like? Do you have an addiction? <laughs> no, but I did like that shit. So Wow. Does he smoke weed or anything? He's, Any type of drug. Yeah, he smokes weed every now and then, but he's not a, a heavy weed smoker where I smoke a blunt a day, all that other shit. No, he doesn't drink at all. So he was just he was so, just the one hit a quitter then. That's what that is. So what did he tried to imply that it was. He tried to imply. No, That's I just I mean, mean period. However, he in started. My mind, if he doesn't if he doesn't smoke weed a lot or anything, because everybody not, swears that weed is a gateway drug, but it's not. No. For him to start doing it at any given point and for him to like now it. Now let's explore. Let's explore. To the, me, that's uh, a that's a one hitter quitter. Through, like he got hooked instantly. Sickness and in health. I hear a lot of women, like I always say, it's like, why can't I have a side woman? Would you probably be with me if I had a gambling addiction or if I was on that shit? No. So, okay, so at me, what point see, that, was the response me, me to that? Stupid the response, no, my instant response was, okay, is there an addiction? Do we need to get intervention? Do we need to see somebody about it? Okay, no, it didn't sound like, like he wanted to. Right, it's not like that, this, that, and the other. Fast forward to about two months later. He's calling me, and, and I, in my mind, I'm like, something ain't right. He's calling me so much, and he's talking so much. When he calls, he's talking so much, he's scrambling. All right. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, no, I'm just out with my homeboy. We, we riding around. We finna go get something to eat. This, that, and I'm like, he was okay. high. He was high as hell. Fast forward to about two hours later, he had, now he was calling me like every 45 minutes. He kept calling me, kept calling me. This go on for like five hours. So Was this like a Saturday or something? Yeah, this was, this was Friday, Friday afternoon. Okay. Went out with his boys later on that night. He calling. Anyway, long story short, um, Friday night, normally come home in the house 10 o'clock, like clockwork. He ain't come home. I call his phone. Mm-hmm. When I call his phone, somebody answers the phone, but I, I can't hear nobody say nothing. I can just hear, you know, the phone being okay, answered yeah. in the background. So I hang up and I call back. When I call back, I hear a woman saying, sir, can you tell me your name? Sir, can you tell me your name? Oh, oh shit. shit. So I'm like, EMS what the fuck? Hang up. I, nobody never get on the Police phone. Ever somebody. So I call back. And this guy answered the phone. It was one of his friends I had never met. He like, how you doing? My name is such and such. We are at St. John Hospital. We were in the, in the um, store and he collapsed. Searching for Claire Huxtable Mixtape Volume 1. Oh, the yeah. Maceo featured this yeah. three-day purge. Let's talk about your three-day purge. What's the Maceo three-day purge? Oh, man. What is a purge? How, how does it exist? How did you come up with come this? On, what, what's man. going on? You know what, man? I ain't going to even lie. Like It was like back in the day, you know, um, I'm always writing, always creating stuff like that. So this was like back in like maybe, I don't know, 2010, something like that, 2009, 2010. So 29, 2009, 2010, basically we talking about Miami Heat, LeBron James. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe then. Maybe yeah, shit. Yeah, or you. maybe even before then, but like yeah. Maybe a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I was uh, just like. Delonte West slept with LeBron James' mama era. 
Oh yeah, man, that shit was crazy. And then he had to, he was still on his team though. That was the crazy part. And he still had to like, you know what I'm saying, pass the ball to the nigga. And well, your so mom's in West the... is uh driving motorcycles with cases strapped to his back, so Is he? Oh, he, he didn't he do some old criminal shit or something? Hey. <clears throat> yeah, I'm that pretty nigga, sure it's a high, it's a high arrest rate. He got a couple more Delonte. tattoos. He got a couple more tattoos. People named Delonte probably have high arrest rates. So let's talk yeah. about three day purpose. Okay, so anyway, so oh, way back then I decided to write something, you know, for my audience. Um, I don't know if it was Facebook or whatever kind of social media platform, but I was creating something to, you know, for women to help them deal with, you know, breaking up or, you know, uh, moving on from a, um, from a relationship. So I came up with something from a, th <clears throat> from a man's perspective that I think, you know, would help them. So it's called the three day purge and, you know, loosely three days, you know, give or take, but you know, <clears throat> if you built like me, it'll take you about three days and you can be good with that shit. But, um, so yeah, you know, <clears throat> day one, I just kind of, you know, discuss emotionally, you know, what kind of, place you're in and, and and you know crying and feeling guilty in terms of crying if you should if you feel like you should or shouldn't cry and all the other kind of stuff and i'm telling you don't feel bad don't feel guilty for crying you know it just means that the relationship was real or if the relationship wasn't real the feelings that you have for them was real you know because it could be a fake relationship if he was on that bullshit <clears throat> or she was on that bullshit let's not leave them out but anyway so i talk about you know dealing with the <clears throat> relationship from a emotional standpoint um, you know, and, uh, you know, releasing all the, uh, you know, the pent up frustrations or emotional feelings you may have. Um, <clears throat> and I also talked about, you know, uh, getting rid of the person's personal property. You know, if you had any of their belongings at your house or, you know, or things that you have at their house, I guess that would be a 50, 50 all right, thing. So, so when we talk about personal property, how does that even you know begin like do you pop up and show up for no reason and then pop up so very very you know oh no <clears throat> oh no 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 everything is planned i mean i'm just saying that the first thing you want to do is from at your place of residence or where you live you get rid of all their stuff you can box it up you can toss it or whatever me you know <clears throat> i try not to burn bridges so i figure i would box it up i wouldn't necessarily trash it you know but um but i don't really get down with the whole leaving you know, unless we cohabitate now, I don't believe that, you know, you should leave anything of yours at my house. Now, I'll buy groceries that I think you might like, drink that you might like, uh, anything else. I accommodate you in any other kind of way. Soap that you may like and stuff like that. And you can wear my T-shirts and anything else. But as far as leaving your stuff in my house, I mean, you know, <clears throat> I don't really do that unless, you know, we are, um, you know, cohabitating, you know. And then that would be, to me, the only reason why. You know, <clears throat> you would have something of yours, you know, having permanent residency at my house. Um, and then so let's see. Uh, day number two was, um, you know, just talk about, you know, how women uh, should quit obsessing um, and how, you know, you should, you know, learn to be comfortable in your decision. Um, <clears throat> think about the reasons why you both got into the relationship. And, you know, and, and think about the good times, but also realize the reasons why you had to get out of the relationship. Um, <clears throat> hopefully it was for, you know, you know, a good reason or a healthy reason. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, all the other kind of stuff. Day three, 
you know, is when I, I talk about, you know, when dealing with the breakup, you must learn to love your own space, you know, surrounding yourself with better company, um, mm -hmm. going out, doing things. Um, <clears throat> again, it's all about progression. So each day, you know, <clears throat> there's another step forward that you would take in terms of establishing your identity and your freedom, you know, separate from the relationship. So um, and, and like I said, I just kind of, you know, skim the surface of it but um you posted it on the website so y'all yeah. can check that out three day um, purge it's on searching for claire huxtable.com right now you can check it out maceo's tips on getting over how you get over a breakup because a lot of people never get over a breakup as i don't know i may still be mad over something that happened in middle school to me you know what i'm saying but that's just you carrying it like that I may be carrying it like that. Man, I, uh, no, man. I, that's a long time. Who that is it? a long time. But guess what? DMs are open. I'm sliding into them. What's going on? Halle Magna Middle School. I'm holding you down. I'm Halle Raiders. So uh, along with that, the breakup episode, as we talking about searching for Claire Huxtable right now, I'm looking at going uh, Facebook Live. I'm trying to figure out this whole Facebook Live thing, my damn self. If you're figuring it out, if you're watching me, you may know, you may not know. I don't know. But what was the highlight of the episode from Breaking Up? Because I got a couple highlights from that episode last week. It was some very interesting stories from both guests. Episode 3, Hurt Bay. Maceo and Way talk the viral video Hurt Bay and what it means. Featuring guests Karima and Zenobia. When you date. You date one man at a time? That means Same no. Same question to Lisa Nova, but we'll ask <laughs> Okay. Well, I'm like wait, dating. Wait, what, what, are we just having dinner and we're texting I mean, and getting oh, to know I mean, each I mean, other? Is there intimacy? The levels of dating. Is, what's, is there intimacy going Spoken on in this dating? Because I'm... I'm, I'm I'm, but that's, I'm, but listen, that's I'm, see, that's I'm, those roles. That's, I'm gonna keep that's real where and we never really wanted to go. That's not a, I'm that's keep not real. spoken like a I'm man. I'm gonna keep that's, real answer your question. Yeah. I am monogamous. Okay. I am more monogamous you, than I like human. to be. No. I am very <laughs> faithful and I and I like being faithful. I okay. like knowing that like this is my man. We have one thing. I love okay. that shit. That's just a turn on to me. Okay. Now, do I have other I got plenty of guys that like me that send me texts, send me flowers that would love to be but my one. one man. But if I'm with one, he know he is the one. That's it. I ain't, I don't like that shit. Okay, we're gonna come back to that. All right. So I'm not dating now. I'm engaged. But when I was dating, and if I was intimate with someone, that was the only one person that I was intimate with. I wasn't intimate with multiple partners. It would be the one person at a time. But I would go out with somebody else for sure. Absolutely. What do you mean going out? Like having like go, drinks yeah, with go someone? Yeah, go drinks with somebody. Could go you, out could to you dinner, go to the movies? Go to lunch, go to, yeah. Okay, but you were in a relationship with one other person, but you could see, you could go out with other guys. That's cool. See, That's it's dope. semantics in that though. Because the that's semantics of that, that's like that's I always say. I think is. that's though, I'm hats off to Zenobia because me, I'd be like, mm -mm -mm. But see, if I but if I wanted to, it wasn't like I did that on a regular. It would be months. It would be a friend who came to visit in town from wherever and was like, "Oh, you want to go hang out? Yeah, sure." That'd be the only because yeah, but it's a friend, yeah, and you know, it's a friend, yeah, and you, yeah, yeah, it's nothing there. So these like are people that. that but see, I've always been able to maintain this would be friendships new? with people that I've dated. This I've would be nobody new. What's it? No, no. Say yeah. your question again. No. So these would be. Uh, People that I knew, yeah. Right. So nobody, nobody knobody knew. knew. Nobody no. knew. Mm -mm. And you just like shut it all down. 
Absolutely. Yeah, I shut it all down. See, Definitely somebody knew. Um, somebody knew they probably won't even. Yeah, I wouldn't entertain anybody. They probably knew. But most, to, but most no. of the people, because I'm just kind of like they that probably person wouldn't even get to I meet like, me. <laughs> close folks, anyway. Like, no, so I, I mean, it's yeah. And then it, this brings up the whole idea of you know single, absolutely single, cleaning the slate. You know, do you have like what's your window? Because I I could be like, yo, I'm done with her. You know, even though we just had sex two days ago, but I know I'm done with her. You know, mm. and, and and this is this is a realism. And then when you finally get with that person that you're with, you clean the slate. And cleaning the slate is getting on the phone and interacting with everybody that you've engaged with that last, you know right. wants to hook up with you and saying, "Yo, guess what? I don't think I'm you with need somebody to get else." On the phone and, and I always hear that. I always hear that until you clean the slate. No, I don't think you the need to. The door is open. Especially but I don't think you need to call them up. I, I think that, for instance, you when just think, see, the I person, that's so, 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 no, so the person that I'm with now, when we started seeing each other, he was, he had friends and I had friends. And you never played the slate. Yes, I did. But what I'm saying is mm-hmm. I didn't go calling people <laughs> up like I'm in, I'm, you know, I'm engaged, you know, but if they call me and I'm like, so what's just been going keep, you on? Get, you catch them up to speed. Yeah. That's a yes. See, okay. that's not cleaning the slate. Okay, but why look, isn't it? Because, because listen, this is Kari, because a lot of these people are people this that a, I talk to often anyway. I hear what he's saying. Right I, I hear what you're saying with the cleaning of the slate. Um, I understand what you're saying. I do think there is a more organic way that that can take place instead of like the to do list that you sit down with your phone Sunday morning and make it up like <laughs> all the. I don't but think it has to be. I don't think it has to be that way. Way. I don't. Okay, think you so. know what? But the, this, I'm listening. I'm also listening to the men in the room. This is very interesting. I'm gonna tell you, it is okay. So you say, now, so that's what Andre, you all are doing. That's what you want your woman to do. I've cleaned Listen. the slate before. She don't have to. I've I mean, cleaned the slate before, and let me tell you something. Nothing's worse than cleaning the slate. All I'm because saying, what happens is any woman that you said that to basically says, "Well, damn, I guess I'm not worth being with." So you'll never, even that's though you still be cool with them, you will never. And when I say this, I mean this, man. You will never get the opportunity to interact with her. On that level, on, that's, on not level that's not true. That's not true. Where are you basing this like information? I'm basing it from real life. No, Experience. no. Experience. I'm gonna wait, Kari. I'm gonna give you so another you perspective. Risk when you clean the slate, I'm gonna give you another perspective on the cleaning of the no, slate because I am someone true. who actually believes a girlfriend brings inherent value to the man. So cleaning the slate to me would be like, oh, Kari knows how to commit. Dang, he got him a girlfriend. He never did that with me. Okay, but it would let me know that that potential in you is there. That if okay. that if the relationship worked, that you got it in you to put it down and commit that's to a girl, not, and that would be generally not the interpretation. That's generally not the interpretation. I'm sure. I'm sure. Has a man ever called you and clean the slate? Exactly. You think I'm on standby for some brother to? Get what, your mind right. It is standby. It is standby. Is. I mean, it you is gotta standby. go call and say, you know, where are these girls at? Where the hell these girls at? Where is these young women at? No, no. This is the issue. I need to talk to these young women. These are the girls I need to talk to. What the hell is going on in their lives? what Karima is saying. Yes, listen. What the hell kind of cleaning in the slate girl is you calling? What's going on in their lives? To be there for that let's, call let's, to have to hear well, under, under Karima's kinda... premise under oh, Karima's premise just God. wait till you call me and then I'll be like you know uh, how you doing I can't do that because I'll be yeah that's right else. absolutely listen up to searching for Clay Hoxtable podcast
They both got shit. <clears throat> yeah, man. I mean, shoot. It was so many different drops from that episode. It was like crazy. Um, I mean, I hope everybody had a chance to listen to it. But um, but I mean, they 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 touched everything. They touched about I mean, they touched um, you know, the cause of the breakup, infidelity, um, you know, uh, external relationships, um, babies, um, mm-hmm. abortions, um, drug use, drug divorce. habits, yeah, divorce. It was just it was like crazy. I know. Like some of the stuff that they and especially like the stories behind, like how all that happened. Yeah, we didn't even really get to get into what I thought would have been just the episode of like, all right, so if you want to break up with somebody, what do you look for? How do you look for it? It was oh, yeah. like, it all right, definitely your situation is so interesting. We gotta go deeper into what the hell yeah. happened. And how it happened? Yeah, it definitely wasn't black and white. It, it, I, I did too. I just I kind of anticipated that it might be like kind of like like you said Q and A. You know mm-hmm. the do's the don'ts. You know and share a couple experiences. But I was not yeah, expecting. It was, like, it was like a Steve Wilkos episode, but searching for Claire Hustable style. Yeah, yeah. It was strange as hell, and a lot of cool drops that we got from there actually. Uh, some of the coolest stuff about searching for Claire Huxtable, maybe like the pregame discussion, because the pregame discussion for that episode was just as entertaining, if not some of the strangest shit on earth, as we discussed a couple different topics. The pregame, you talking about downstairs? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. As Danny is like, uh, uh, when it comes to like, I guess, sex, urban uh, relationship lingo, she's like a damn urban dictionary. Uh, Oh, topics yeah. that I don't even know what the hell to call this stuff. I'm like, yeah. all right, so what's this? You know what I'm saying? So it was interesting. And let's just get to some like more basics. Uh, what have you liked most about searching for Claire Huxtable so far? Um, I think I, I think I answered that. Yeah. All right, well I'll share what I think. Okay, so far, yeah, yeah, what yeah. I like most is the fact that, like you said, the guests have opened up, but more so than the guests open up, we just you know stay with it. You know, I got my marketing company. Uh, building something and sticking with something is very difficult, uh, especially today. February was when we started this whole thing. And right now I look at what we're doing with Searching for Claire Huxtable and we're already into, what month is this? It's April? April. Yeah. Sticking to this so far, getting this whole podcast studio up and rolling and getting people in effect. It's been dope. So yeah. sticking to it has been really cool and just building out the ideas and how it looks. The website, I really like. I definitely dug my fingers in on that. I like the look. I like the graphics, the logo. I think it all has a touch of like something that <laughs> is, you know, interesting enough to draw me in. Uh, what I, was the most shocking thing I remember from guest? Ah, let's see. The most shocking thing I remember from a guest. Episode five, AJ, nothing but a number. Maceo and Wade talked to seasoned women in the dating world and discussed the 80s, 90s, and dating today. Featuring guests Lauren and Michelle. Have guys gotten over time more willing to experiment experiment with all types of stuff? Have you all noticed that? Oh, most definitely. Yes. Okay, so, so, so like, let's say back in the 80s, what was nasty, whereas now nah, it's like we we way past. That was like fifty five miles per hour. I got a story what are you for y'all. About? It's fine. It's fine. So what was what was the average sexual experience like with a guy in the eighties? Wasn't no truffle butter. 
You said some what? Truffle and butter. You said what? No truffle butter. I said it wasn't no truffle butter. Room, room, room. Yeah, that's 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 ninety. That's ninety miles per hour. Uh-huh. Yeah, you, you you seem a little lost. <laughs> Right. I'm like truffle butter. What? We're gonna have to put you up on that uh, Nicki Minaj. Exactly. Uh, well, I mean, you know, Drake and uh, Lil Wayne. Well, yeah, we don't want to get too graphic, but yeah. exactly. I'm gonna send you the uh, yeah, yeah, send, send you the me link that because of course you know. I'm... Okay, because yes, it's definitely been. Let's put it like this. Uh, over the Ain't past enough. two years, it's been a it's been an ass eating movement <laughs> that has gone on yeah, where men. Where men is, as they call it, eating yeah, the groceries. Because I bet you y'all wasn't getting y'all assholes ate or licked in the 80s. Oh, yes, I was. What? <laughs> <laughs> you say, hold up. That was like the That's alley-oop in the dunk. That was like the alley-oop in the dunk. Like, oh, yes, I was. Slam Vince oh, Carter. Man. Oh man, so the dude was messing up his Sergio Tashini. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what, what? Oh, you like, okay. Oh, yes. Shit, the game then came full circle. Shit. <laughs> that's that's why I, you know, that's just like even saying, um, using the toys and what have you on, on men. Right. Where wait, they, they were wait, looking for me wait, to actually wait, We got wait, an episode wait, coming up with wait, that. Wait. But wait. <laughs> Well, you already know. We got that up coming, but. What? I mean, I, I, you, so this is not new to me. Mm. You using toys or men. You have done that. That would be correct. In the past. In that, the 20s? That would be correct. In the 30s? That's correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. And in the 40s? That would be correct. Let's put it now, like are this. these men in, are they in the same, you know, age I'm group as you when they, you were? They, they actually. So I, I, you I, were in your 40s and he was, not that you still aren't, but I'm just saying, you were in your 40s I'm and in doing. I'm in 40s okay, and I so, have no problem with it because I'm cute. Okay. So dude in his 40s is into that. He ain't even in his 40s. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right, because right, he's seven. Nope, oh. not even talk, I'm not talking about my mate. Oh, okay. I'm talking about Somebody, someone else. Oh, that, that was before. Right. Okay, got exactly. you. Exactly. You. you know, because of course, you know, you how you watch the videos and what have you. No. I've always had that. No, um, I don't. Huh? <laughs> so I'm playing. So you watch the videos? What? Yeah. I do watch videos, but I don't watch the videos of the women playing with the dudes. Why not? Because I don't get down I mean, like you know, that. I don't what's mean, the what I need to know. Let's put it like this. Let's put it like this. You draw the no line. With no dude with Let's put it like this. Yes. <laughs> Any anything where you question if you masculine still, and like he's still uh, uh, masculine because he. I'm talking about it, it, it. Ain't like he ain't he ain't lacking for nothing. I mean, packing like it ain't. That don't mean. Let's put but, it like this. And, and then have kids. Okay. But you know. Let's put it like this. If you are a man and you find yourself in a position of a child getting a diaper change. Yes, legs up. Mm-mm. What's wrong with that? Uh-uh. You, you know, there but, but certain, you can only do it with certain mm-mm. people that you, you got that right. You got that right. You got that right. I'm look, a certain person you ain't up. doing that shit with. Give me something on that, my homie. Don't be slapping hands because, of course, if I was with either one of y'all, hell no. No, 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 You would try something different. Hell no. Look, I done had a couple people chase me up off the bed trying to get at my motherfucking asshole. I'm like, little ho. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, 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 what you doing? Wait, wait, wait. Just be still. I'm talking about got me, got their arms locked around my legs. Searching for Claire Huxtable Mixtape Volume 1. 
Shocking. <laughs> Shocking. It, it, I'm going to say last week, Danny, when she said that, well, you know, my reason for divorce was not infidelity. It was drug use. And then the minute she said that, I was like, huh? What? Uh, you know what well, I'm saying? I don't know. It it, it wasn't. Now for that me, was that be okay. I, yeah. that, that, that was, was for me. What was what about that was you? shocking. But I mean, my thing was, um, it was the whole. And that eight, was episode. What was that? That was episode so, eight. Eight. Episode yeah, eight. Up. Last week, breaking up. That was the episode with the most shocking moment of Claire Huxtable history so far for me. Okay. Yeah. But I, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to go back to episode uh, five. Okay. With Lauren Michelle oh, and the, uh, the, the the AJ nothing but a number <laughs> and how we all like got on that whole conversation <laughs> about sex and it was just like the whole sex toys and the, and the bringing things into the bedroom and then you know um, yeah man it was Michelle I think it was Michelle she was like yo you know. Uh, oh man she was just like you ain't never had <laughs> wait wait what she say um, it was uh, what did she say. Uh, I don't even know how it got to that point, but she was like, yo, you ain't never had a dude. Uh, no, she, no, <laughs> pause. She was like, you ain't never, um, you know, bringing the the, the, uh, the whole, you know, sex toys into the bedroom. And I mean, like mm-hmm. physically into the bed during the act. Mm-hmm. So it's, in, you know, it's basically inclusive. And yeah. she was talking about dildos and you ain't never uh, had a woman use a dildo. And I'm just Mm-mm. like, nah, uh-uh. man, that shit was crazy. Uh-uh. And she said it like so commonplace. And I was just like, okay, well, what generation is this? And I was like, if this is, you know, something that was going on in the 20s, the 30s, the 40s, you know, or or beyond. And she was just like, it didn't have, you know, age was nothing but a number like it doesn't matter and her experiences with men it transcended age it was just about how those dudes got down and i was just like man that shit was crazy i agree i agree you know when it comes to sex toys in the bed and we we got a sex toy episode coming up soon yeah absolutely you know it's garfield and friends meaning that the dude is garfield and they're my friends they are not her being Garfield and her friends to use on me. But we got deep into that. And that was definitely, what was that? Episode five? Yeah, that was episode five. Episode age five, ain't age ain't nothing but a number. Definitely <clears throat> one of the funniest things. Uh, one of the things about uh, black women in relationships that you've learned from searching for Claire Huxtable uh, since we've done it. So like, what are some things that you had to rethink since we've been doing this show? Episode 6, Dating with Kids. Maceo and Wade talk to two mothers and discuss what needs to happen to date a single mother. Featuring Bast and Reese. Does it matter that you say you have more than one child to the guy? Do you think, you know, like if you say, you say, well, do you have kids? And you say, yes. And then that's before you tell him the number. And then once you tell him the number, do they kind of go, okay, well... Shit. I, I don't know. Well, yeah, that's too many. Not enough. You know, oh, that's cool. You got two or whatever else. I think it more so matter if it's by you know two different men. Yep. I don't think. Yeah. If it's if say you have five kids by you know, but they're all by your ex husband. It's not a big deal. Exactly. But um, that, that, that that's the next. That's yes. That's the next question. Um, is it about the same? Really? Same guy. Like, mm-hmm. I've never asked a woman that question. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Like, I've never, especially in the initial conversation, like you said. I've never asked and I've never cared. In but I do know. Conversation, you, you in know initial conversation, in initial conversation, it rarely comes up. But, but once you actually, let's say you guys go out and yeah. you, the, the subject of your kids does come up, they won't necessarily say, oh, we're well, already with the same guy. They'll say, well, what? 
what's going on between you and the father of your child or yeah. um, mm-hmm. are you guys still together what's yeah, going is your on baby daddy like, is your baby daddy out of his mind you know mm-hmm. is there more than one baby daddy are like, you I being need followed to know. right now right, like is your baby daddy in the corner <laughs> of this are, are you right still now? kicking it with right, him are y'all still fucking whatever no, so well you know what I mean you can you you pretty much you you uh I guess you deal with black women and you your views <clears throat> of relationships are formed on your own personal experiences primarily. I mean, of course, you can read stuff on the internet and all this and watch TV shows or whatever else, you know, that that do have an effect on your perception and so forth. But um I honestly have to say that hearing a lot of <clears throat> the issues, like all of the guests um shared their experiences, but they also brought a different perspective in the sense that it was a lot of what they were saying was common. Like a lot of guests said the same things, but it was just in a different way. And it was all based mm-hmm. on their experiences. So that led me to believe that, you know, like we discussed in the past, I mean like it's dudes out here doing certain things, but it's a lot of dudes out here doing some fucked up shit or they just coming, <clears throat> they just approaching the game all fucked up or, or just, uh, or foul or, you know, in the honesty. Episode two, black men lack emotion. Maceo and Wade discuss a viral Facebook status about black men not growing emotionally. Featuring guests Erica, Burhinda, and Brianna. But this is my thing. If you know that you have your own threshold and you have your deal breakers, then it shouldn't matter what anybody else says. You know what's healthy for you. That's right. You know That's what I'm right. saying? And and you know what? It may be hard to um, meet a man, you know, keep a, a healthy relationship going, et cetera. But if the, if the behavior that the man is displaying or the relationship itself is toxic, then yeah, maybe it is time to, to, to move away. Because guess what? Your friend or your circle or your tribunal, like you said, if if their threshold or tolerance of the little stuff, and they'll point out, say, well, girl, that's just something you can ignore that, you know. But if but if that's something that really irritates you, or if that's a deal breaker, then you know you have to just say, yo, that's just you know that's not me, that's not how I get down, and you know and that's enough for me. That's right. Um, and then you know you have to either love them from a distance or mm-hmm. you know sever ties oh, completely right. or whatever, you know, depending right. on how emotionally invested you are. I think sometimes that women. Hang on, and, and men too, but women hang on to uh, relationships far too long. I think oh, yeah. that, that yeah, you yeah, know, and, and, and then that sometimes that's also the baggage that maybe sometimes they can bring into yeah, the next relationship. Right. You know, that that it, so that disconnect the is not there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that disconnect is not there. So I think that, you know, that's why I don't understand. Me and Wade talk about this all the time, but I don't understand um, how women mostly because I'm a man speaking from a man perspective it seems like women are in such a rush to get into a new relationship or get into a relationship period mm-hmm. without resolving all those past mm-hmm. issues mm-hmm. and it's so like you don't it's yeah but I mean it's like you getting trying to get over somebody by meeting somebody, somebody else yeah. you know what I'm saying well, whereas People I think like Brianna and Erica are saying that men are doing that same thing yeah. and, oh absolutely and, but I'm and saying in some ways yeah, I, I think it's definitely a people so, thing, but I, like I say, I'm speaking from a man perspective. Man so, yeah, yeah. but what I do is, it, I feel pressure. I feel right. pressure yeah, yeah. to and perform or to execute. Searching for Claire Huxtable mixtape volume one. You know, being forthcoming about the information. I mean, I'm sorry, but about their intentions. Um, and then too, yeah, being forthcoming about you know their feelings or different information or just any their past, all that stuff, man. Um, it was just crazy just to hear 
you know, some of the same things being repeated on different episodes by different guests. And um, so, yeah, um, but I do I do like the fact that, again, the guests that we have have been so open and honest. And I do like the fact that um, they've been so sharing and forthcoming with the information, comfortable enough to share their experiences because they really don't have to do that, you know, but I'm glad they do. Like you said, it helps us learn, helps me learn. It helps me, um, you know, understand women better, you know, and it, it may even help me identify some of the faults that I may have in relationships. You know, yeah, I, I've rethought a couple of different things since starting this thing. Um, the number one thing that I've rethought since doing this whole idea, because it's been such a just different variation of backgrounds of women that we've had as guests as well. It's the fact that some of what you were saying, like some of what they're experiencing, but also the fact that it's a level of like understanding and exploration. It seems like a lot of the women, even some of the more, um, I would say like uh, defensive and, and have up that hard front. Like they are as much as this is called searching for Claire Huxtable. I guess I don't know if they looking for Cliff Huxtable per se, but they're looking for like a, 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 a 100 dude. You know what I'm saying? They're looking yeah. for a dude that can stand tall. You know what I'm saying? They're looking for a guy to exist, be with them, um, stand with them, walk with them and, you know, be a part of that experience. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think that that's been one of the things that I've noticed more so than anything else, you know, um, as we uh, think about the, the idea of how they're looking for them and when they're looking for them. Um, you know, it's 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 unique. It's unique. So that brings me to the next thing. Uh what are some of the things that have been reaffirmed <laughs> about black women that you've learned since starting the episode, since starting searching for Claire Huxtable? Man, reaffirm. Um, <clears throat> you know what? That that some of the things that women have to deal with, or that women currently deal with, as I mentioned before, it transcends age, man. You know, because we've had. Uh, have we having any guests in our in their twenties? Yep. Okay, so you know, from someone, you know, we talking about a guest in um in their twenties, um, <clears throat> you know, all the way into their forties and fifties. I mean, some of the same. These women are dealing with the same type of relationship issues, um, <clears throat> and it just seems like they are still struggling to try to figure us out. They are also struggling trying to find men again that are honest and know what they want, you know, and it ain't so much about the, you know, I want a man that's, you know, that has goals and this goal driven and stuff like that. You know, <clears throat> obviously those kind of guys are out there, but um, I mean, but a lot of what they're looking for is just true commitment, truth, honesty, you know, be, you know, forthcoming about what it is you want and allow them the ability or the choice to make the decision on whether or not they want to be down with that. You know, they don't like to be put in situations where, you know, you're making decisions for them or coming, you know, drawing conclusions about what would be best for them or the relationship. So, um, yeah, man, it's just crazy. 
um, you know, just to hear that, you know, being repeated, you know, in, in so many episodes by so many different guests, regardless of the age, um, you know, and also, I mean, just on some go left stuff, it just seemed like sex is, is still uh, a major, you know, a major issue in relationships, consistency, good sex, um, sexual exploration, frustration, you know, being adventurous, being comfortable with one's body, you know, all that stuff, man. It's just like, okay, well, yeah. I mean, women still out there. It sounds like women are still looking for some of the same things that guys are looking for, you know, but to, again, but to hear it, you know, reaffirm, you know, just lets me know that, you know, I guess that the, uh, you know, we ain't out here by ourselves. Yeah, I, I think that what, one of the things that's definitely been reaffirmed, some of the perspectives on sex have been interesting, if anything, you know, something strange and uh, learning to look at. But another one of the things that I've looked at and reaffirmed something that we've always said is the fact that if a woman's into you, she's into you. And a lot of shit and behavior can slide. So that's been kind of reaffirmed. Now, some of that may be my whole, uh, as they say, your objective bias already going into something. But it's been debates that we've had because it's been certain things that have so you, been expressed on this show. Where but it's you, like, how so the you, hell did that shit happen? Okay, yeah, I, I'll give you that. So, it's you know, to go back, I guess, specifically to the last week's episode dealing with breakup. So yeah. you think a lot of that shit that maybe Nunu dealt with yeah. specifically. Because Danny was just like, yo... It's a rap. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, it's yeah. a rap. I'm gonna help you out and then, you yeah. know, and we're gonna try to move forward. But once she identified that this, you know, mm -hmm. that he wasn't on that about going yes. forward, then she yes. was like, it's a rap. But Nunu was kinda like, Well She felt that dude. You know what I'm right. saying? So she was more It was a willing. little bit more contemplation yeah. at the end towards yeah. like you asked her. He was Nunu, like, Yo, is that you was episode up? that was episode eight. Uh Brianna that was episode was that episode two yeah, episode two me and so brianna up. with episode two and what she went through with uh her mate not stepping up emotionally and some of what erica said in that same episode of episode two with men not stepping up emotionally that was definitely eye-opening we we've had a couple different discussions about like if they feel you they feel you and okay. even we definitely got to go to like i've i've heard a lot of people talking about episode one i was me. just about to say and dina and it's like okay so one second what did you say Kai? and it's like yep that's what i said episode one truth hurts maceo and way interview two of their exes and talk what was and how it was featuring guests vanessa and dina were honest about everything and mm -hmm. I think that's why we had like the longest conversations with each other because we didn't have to pull back you mm -hmm. know pull back any punches it transparency was like, brothers very transparent. transparency hey and so trip to Vegas so oh, what, what do guys typically do on trips Vegas. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a gambler, so I mean, you go, you go out. I mean, if you into that, you go to strip club, gamble a little bit, um, you sightsee. I mean, you know. Well, I definitely wasn't trying to go see the Hoover Dam, so continue. <laughs> in Vegas, though, is it? It's close enough. Okay. Well, all right, go ahead. So what happened? Yeah, so, yeah, okay. Continue. So what happened? So, so he set expectations, which is another thing you guys need to learn. Okay. He set expectations. You're like, hey. I'm going to have a good time. That's general. I mean, good time. With other women. Much, 
Whoa. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's like that. I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, yeah that, that definitely that definitely peaked. Okay, so, uh, peaked. Oh, so okay. So so basically, that's like saying he was asking well, he, he asked wasn't if, asking for a pass. It was it, like car blanche. He's kind of telling you what he was going to do. We yeah. were and you got to accept that. you got to accept that. So it's like I'm going to go out here to Vegas and I'm going to get in where I fit in. So he wasn't saying that that's what his intention was. But if he it happened, it's a possibility. Okay. And how'd you feel about that? How would you? How do you think she felt? No, but I mean that's what I'm asking. I'm asking you to explain. Like I'm pretty <coughs> sure it wasn't great. So because he had built such a but, great rapport from his personality, I thought he was a great person. But you, you still are a great person. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. But Thank you. there's some things that you just. At that, sit point, with you, at that point, at that point, it was like, okay, it is what it is. But you know, it's something that burns you up inside. Okay, it didn't sit well. And it didn't <laughs> sit well, and then it just caused the, uh, you know, it caused that insecurity to come out. Ding ding ding. What y'all doing? Right Especially now? long distance. <laughs> Especially long distance. Right. Ding ding. What y'all doing right now? So it was the lack of assurance. Let's put it like this. Let's put it like this. I definitely can say that. It opened the door to a whole new feeling. And at times, just due to business, I call it the white man approach. I approach people and don't even give them an option of saying yes or no. I just be like, this is what we're doing. <laughs> right. And that's definitely how I approach that. That's not very inclusive. I know it. I said it's the white guy approach. White guys be saying uh, it's like white privilege. Almost. It's exactly what white privilege is. That's like, it. I'm telling you, that's, you got to adapt. That, yeah, 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 it's like, yo, Flint, y'all got dirty water. It is what it is. It's that. Right. It's like, yo, I'm about to have sex with other women. It That's is what it very is. very arrogant. I will holler at you. Mm. Okay. But to what he told me. Now, as we talk about or go back to episode one, uh-huh. do you think mm-hmm. that we, <clears throat> hearing another, well, hearing our guest, you know, one of one of the one of the women that we've, you know, um, been with um, in a relationship with um, tell us about, you know, I guess our faults or some of the things that they think that we should have done or could have improved on. Do you mm-hmm. think that emotionally that you needed to step up or you emotionally <laughs> you didn't you wasn't there? I don't know, man. I, I uh I mean, because it's different from your own perspective. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I, but to hear somebody else say, "Well, no, you, you wouldn't," uh, you know. I, I definitely think that um, I can be emotionally detached towards a lot of things. Obviously, uh, yeah, so we, we all can. But so because of that, and, and, and I have reasoning behind it, and you know, it may be just circular logic of what I believe, but just my approach towards life is very logical and pragmatic because it's just in business. I think that I can't think about what's fair and what's not fair. I just got to look at things as like, okay, what's the decision to make for today? And I leave with the intentionality that my intentionality is pure. And if I'm spending time and growing and dating a woman, she will find in my purity and intentionality that I'm a genuine and sincere dude. So you think that trumps, I think that trumps everything. <laughs> and that's my thought process. You okay. Know? Now within that, it could be a lot of fallacy, but that's, that's my thought process. Cause that's my approach towards life. Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I you feel know? that now within that, 
I do think that it's been ways like that situation in dating and other women I've dated that like are saying, Hey, I can probably deal with this and I can probably get down with dealing with Kari. And then it's like, yo, I can't take this shit no more. Yeah. So I, I've definitely had the I can't take this shit no more discussion. And just back to that whole idea of how I see the world, I look at that like that's like a stronghold negotiation. And, and I generally, it's hard to move off that rock. Was you, were you, um, were you surprised at some of the things? No. That Dina no, said? No, not at all. Not, not at, at all. all. So I, a lot of so, people were, though, because I, I've gotten. Oh, a well, lot yeah, of yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I wasn't, I wasn't surprised at some of the things that you said. Yes. And I wasn't surprised at. You know, when you explain your reason, like you just did, behind, yeah. you know, why you feel the way you feel. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, it wasn't like no d- bombs dropped by her that I was like, oh, shit, really? You know what I'm saying? That's my yes. nigga. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I was just wondering, like, was there anything that she said? You know, because sometimes if you tell a person, you know, in this, um, okay, telling somebody that they're going to be on the show, it gives them a little time to prepare, you know, maybe. So I was thinking like, okay, maybe she was, you know, gave us some really, you know, hard, sincere thought and was just like, oh, okay, I forgot to mention this. It could have been something that you may have already discussed in the relationship, Mm -hmm. you know, or it could have been something new. And I just was wondering, like, did she say anything that wasn't previously discussed in your, you know, in your old conversations about, you know, whatever was going on? No, I don't think so. No, it wasn't, it wasn't anything bombshell. I mean, she tried to play me like I was a sucker, but I could take uh, I could take that in the sense of like you know my juice. Was that? Uh, she was just more so like you know my my charm from the approach was not as smooth as I remember it being. Oh yeah, I thought, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. that I was on point with mine. Yeah, you were just you know like yo, what's I thought up? I was mad crazy nice the, with mine. You right, know what you I mean? acting for the plug. But she made it seem like yeah. I was like uh, you know on some old sucker shit. Trevor, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but you know, hey, hey, I don't know. Hindsight 2020, maybe my game is more in the game of a sucker. So, you know. Yeah. So, uh, I guess oh, let's you know go what? into what? Before we do that, what about the Hurt Bay episode? Now, we was talking. Now, Karima and Zenobia <laughs> had a lot to say. They were probably the most vocal in that? terms e- of. Episode three? Yeah, episode three. Hurt episode Bay. Episode three. Karima Bay. and Zenobia, they went yeah. in, not necessarily on us. But they went in on the Hurt Bay dude. Yes. They went in on him hard. And they went in on men. You know, and uh, somewhat the women who accept that type of treatment within a relationship. And they mm-hmm. specifically, they was clowning her for not knowing, you know, her place or position in that relationship. So basically, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> you know, I guess you all can, you know, Google, do a search on hashtag Hurt Bay and that's B-A-E. You know, to find the backstory and all that, watch the video. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was that was very entertaining, you know, when um, you know, Karima said that wait, wait it was the clean slate. Uh, you know, clean slate. We definitely gotta that's gonna be in our vocabulary coming up soon in a couple weeks. You're gonna start getting the searching for Claire Huxtable vocabulary because we've learned a lot of different terms and definitions slang and we need to, jargon all that we yeah. need to lay all those here we go colloquialisms yeah. out so that you all know and clean slate was linguistic shackles you're <laughs> <laughs> like cornell west so it's like we definitely need to lay that out but oligarch uh, but uh karima was was stern 
in that whole the it was funny we were talking about the clean slate yeah. and what that clean slate is which basically is contacting everybody that you've been with uh sexually or even dating or even just like i guess hanging out uh kicking it whatever variation of uh someone of the opposite sex that you've had contact with and you know that it's an attraction there and if you've been dealing with somebody for I don't know, 90, uh, the past 90, maybe even six, 90 days, six months, just letting them know, yo, I'm in a situation now. Right. And we and can't get down like we used to get down. The slate. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, it was definitely a lot in that discussion. That was a very good, she was that like, was a very I don't good. clean slates. <laughs> <laughs> I wish somebody would call me talking about cleaning the slate. <laughs> like, yes. Karima has never been clean. She, like, nobody has ever called Karima like, yo, in reference to me having sex with you again, I have a wife now, so it ain't happening. So <clears throat> the window and the door is always open. That's all me and Maceo was saying because you got to clean the slate for it to be absolutely. official. And in today's society, a lot of people just go with the anonymity and just, you know, back out the door. You know, then you look up one day and you see him on Facebook with a picture with somebody at the opposite sex. And it's like, oh, I guess they may be together. Right. Or somebody that you used to or somebody that used to have the privilege uh-huh. or that end to text mm-hmm. you late at night, like the mm-hmm. what's up, let me fall through or whatever else. And you sending that damn phone call to voicemail, you know, real <laughs> slick because you didn't clean the slate. And your exactly. girl looking like, you know, what the hell is your phone ringing at 12 o'clock? And I'm sitting up in here in your face and you just like, oh, you know, uh, see, if you clean the slate and you ain't got to worry about that. Yep. 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 Cleaning the slate is something that rarely is done. And we'll definitely my business hours are exactly. between yeah because you know and you rarely 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 clean the slate so let's talk about some listener responses what have you been getting from listeners uh to the searching for claire huxtable podcast episode four platonic friends maceo and way define discuss and debate what is a platonic friend featuring guest gia and nay. No, 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 oh, no, no. I'm no. Gonna, me personally, I'm going to be there. You no, 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 no. <laughs> you know what I mean. Can your man travel to Miami not, with his homegirl? Rela- my cousin's not in a relationship. Ah, right nah, 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 nah. Can no, your man travel? Not on, exactly. Not on my word. Exactly. But um, man, I'm just saying. That's why I said it's a totally It's different when you're in a relationship. But, but you're talking about his girl like she, something's crazy with her. But yeah. I'm just. But she was being crazy. But there no, was, was. But when he did things, he included his girl, and she still was acting stupid. And these are people that he's known since okay. he was literally okay. like eight, nine, nah. ten. Like they've been friends since middle. they come to nah. our family. So his girlfriend basically feels threatened. She feels threatened. Yeah, that, in some that type was of way. her no issue. Feeling, she was insecure. Ain't no feeling her. threatened about that. You that's her though. though. Cause to me, that's the that's like even when the you know I don't know when we gonna have the cheating episode again, but that's that's overstepping boundaries because I know women. Women that's coming to Miami with you is not about to be like no, you know let you, me like, flip know, the bill. Women going setting. to Miami. Women going to Miami is going with their homegirls or they paying for their damn self. They definitely, if they going with a guy, that guy is flipping some of the bill. I get you. I'll give you that. Unless it's in a group setting. Because even with my platonic. But but Gia said it's in a group setting. It's it's his homegirl along with the homeboy. I mean, these people, they truly have known just since they was nine, ten But I agree with you. If it's it's just When I pay her $200 fee to get in to live, 
my girl is going to be looking at me like I just uh, shook Darth Absolutely. Vader's hand. Because it's going to be like, why you spend that money on her ass right. in the first damn place? Well, yeah, because $200 is a long way from 20 That's how you much it costs to get into the club. I mean, I know, I'm just saying. But, but even, it could be $2. Because it's like, it's like it's I'm engaging her on a level where I'm giving her access to something that's going outside the circle. And that's where I think, like, the boundaries in the sense of I like that boundaries definition, it really matters. I mean, I just know from, unless it's some completely different type of shit, I just think that she would hang out with her homegirls. Every Wednesday, listen up to Searching for Clay Huxtable podcast, dating, flirting, relationships, and sex. Because I've got mixed reviews in the sense of, Two types. Everybody likes it, but it's certain people that are like, yo, that's funny as hell. And then some people are like, I don't know why you had them women on there. I don't agree with that. You know, so it's like, oh, here we go. Yeah. But then when you be like, yo, but you can come on slide through, then it's like, but wait a minute. But when is it? I don't know. I don't got, you know, it's just like, yeah, it seems like I, I will say this, though, Um, the, the, to piggyback off that question, what I've noticed is. People do have a lot to say. They have a lot of feedback. But when you say, yo, you know, you got a lot to say. Why don't you be on the show? Then they get all shy. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And it's just like, okay, you know, you want to be in the studio audience, you know, talking about, yeah, girl. Mm-hmm, yeah, you know. And, that, and they're going to have that op opportunity soon. We're going to go live with the Searching for Claire Huxtable live experience. It's going to be episode 20 that we have planned. That should be June 24th or the 25th. We don't know, the Saturday or the Sunday, Metro Detroit area. We know that you're listening in Ohio. We know you're listening in Florida. We see that you've listened also in California, but... You got to have some Detroit ties if you know what we're doing with Searching for Claire Huxtable. So you yeah. might as well come back to the city. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. You but know, you know what? It's going to be a fun live event. Um, but also, to specifically answer your question, I heard a lot of good feedback. Um, but I have heard some people say that we need to be more involved. Mm -hmm. Like our conversations and our views, because they said, okay, we... Okay, we kind of know what y'all say, how y'all feel, and we kind of, you know, um, understand where y'all coming from. But it, it it comes off like we're bringing people on the show and to get their views, but we're not sharing our views, you know, like that. I was just like, That's eh, you, mean. You, know. I, I, you know what? I can <laughs> along with agree. them. I can definitely agree with that. We we are more so facilitating. So we're we're definitely way more Chris Paul than Russell Westbrook when it comes to the way we lead the show. Uh, as but that's this good, is specifically though, about me, black women, we want black women to speak. The and only have time a voice. I think we kind of come in is is like a referee sort of like whoa 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 we gotta we gotta talk on that. I don't know about that whole idea and guys doing that shit. Because I don't know, like, specifically, I remember episode two when it was like, guys are always emotionally breaking down. And it's like, okay, where are these dudes that's emotionally right, breaking exactly. down at? Shit, exactly. I, don't, yeah, I, mean, I don't know them dudes. Yeah. But, you know, we'll step in. But I do think that the forum is way more based on women speaking right. and us speaking into it and defining what this whole idea of that Claire Huxtable is in 2017 because she's dealing with all these different things in her face. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. And I think that, <clears throat> I mean, I, I will agree that um, I guess we can um, share our views and opinions, but I don't want it to be or ever to get to the point where we, you know, disrupt the flow or we kind of take over, 
you know what I'm saying, <clears throat> the cast or don't give them the ample time to, mm-hmm. you know, discuss the things they want to discuss, discuss, share their experiences, etc. You know, <clears throat> I think, yeah, we should compliment, you know, and interject, interject, like you said, you know, when applicable, but um, we definitely don't need it to be a show. Of, well, well, this is how we feel about this subject. What do y'all think? You know, like that. Yeah. It should be like a, a group conversation that all of our listeners get to, you know, listen in on. Yeah. Okay. All right. So with that being said, as we wrap up this conversation, and this is like the first, I guess, all round wrap up searching for Claire Huxtable volume one mixtape discussion. Um, Let's uh, get a people a little bit more so of the behind the scenes. What's it like building an episode for searching for Claire Huxtable? I'm going to talk first. All right. There's a lot of effort that goes into this whole thing. It's not like we just sit around and we come up with this on Tuesday night and post it up on Wednesday. It's a lot of work that goes into this as far as writing, thinking out topics, uh, interjecting and uh, getting some back and forth. Maceo is great when it comes to some of the quiz questions. We've expanded and added to the game. Just build in the studio a lot of the audio it is a lot and having a website and getting the podcast up getting it up and having it stream through the rss feed and i know i'm talking nerd right now but this podcast you can get on itunes you can get it on google play and we're also going to update more of our soundcloud and you can also just get it straight up from our website okay um and we're gonna go into I'm glad you asked that question because I'm going to let you go first and then I'm going to go. But mm-hmm. I want you to describe, <clears throat> excuse me, describe your from the, okay, we'll start with Sunday when we record. I want you to describe your week only in terms of Claire Huxtable, of Claire Huxtable okay. day by day. Okay, it, or, day by you know, day. Yeah. The, the first thing is, all right, Sunday is the day we do the recording. Right. So if anybody wants to know if you're going to be on a search for Claire Huxtable, unless it's like a special event like Easter's coming up. So I don't think we're going to record on Easter next week. But and then also it's a special graduation coming up for uh, the family of Claire Huxtable team. So we're going to miss that Sunday. But generally we're recording on Sunday. So Sunday is the recording. I, I got to set it up. We're doing it in my home, uh, west side of Detroit. So I got to make sure that everything is good. Uh, check the mics. And right now I'm up to the point where the audio setup is what it will be. Right and now it's A1 and it just took a while to get there. That's how most podcasts are if you're a podcast fan. But audio and making sure technically everything is sound, that's my first thing that I do. So I come up to the studio even before any guests get here and we go through that. Then me and Maceo kind of sit and we go through like some pre-production stuff. We may print out some questions and then talk, we call it pre-game. We just talk a little bit to who the guests are and we discuss what's going on. It may be anything as strange as we talked about Aaron Hernandez to anything yeah, as yeah, like, yeah. you know, what, what you do last Valentine's Day. So right. it it really can be all types of discussions of what happens it before a Claire Huxtable. So after it's done and it's recorded, I definitely extra save the uh, files. Then I save the files and then I have to transport them and get them set to export so that they'll be ready to be MP3s. Because if you know anything about recording, you're not recording in MP3 format. Generally, you're recording in whatever format the software that you're using records in. So then I get it ready for the MP3 format. MP3s need to be labeled. You need to 
let them be known. Uh, Macy, I was about to hop in here. No, no, no. But yeah, go to Monday. Okay, on the Monday. The first thing that I do Monday is I'm trying to get that MP3 over to Maceo so that he can listen and check it out. Uh, Maceo does a lot of the quality control. I'm listening, but as much as I'm listening, I'm looking for different things like technically. Maceo is just listening completely thorough, uh, how enjoyable the experience is. You know, what can I do to help out the technical sound? As you see, we got drops in the episodes now, so I'm adding a couple of those, what needs to go, what needs to stay. We've been changing and playing around with the drops and you're going to have more of that and sound effects to come soon. Um, you know, is the song too long? Maceo gives me some feedback in reference to that. So Monday is big on making sure that he gets the episode. And along with making sure he gets the episode, I'm checking the website to flesh everything out so that I can get ready for the SEO. Tuesday, I'm really just focused on whatever Maceo's feedback is. Uh, hopefully, he's giving me what he needs to give as far as some of the writing. And then I can get the SEO ready so that I can have the post ready because I have to post everything into the uh, our, our podcast builder and I have to post everything onto the website so that you can get the information in different ways and have it ready for all our social media formats. So I, I do my graphics on Tuesday generally. Uh, so everything that you see with the different images of Felicia Rashad as Claire Huxtable, I'm doing different graphics all the time just so that we can come with something new and creative with some flair. Wednesday. And Wednesday is the day that it posts, it runs. We're posting different things, trying to engage people, let people know that this is the day for the episode. What's it like for you? Okay. <clears throat> well, like you said, Sunday, I already know you know, what time we record. So I got to, you know, it takes a lot of planning. Like you said, it takes, even though you, you're planning here at the house, I have to plan my day around when we're going to record mm -hmm. and coordinate all of that. So, you know, like you said, we show up, I have to kind of familiarize myself and do a little research about the subject, the topic, my own opinion, you know, do a little bit of show notes and all that. Like you said, when we get over here, when we, when I get over here and we get together, we do the pregame with each other, go over the uh, pre-production stuff, if the guests are here, we do the pregame with them, you know, get everything together for that. Record the show. Um, so after the show is recorded, I pretty much don't have anything to do, luckily. But Monday, like you said, I'm waiting on that, um, on the MP3 from you. It's raw. Okay, so I listen to it, like you said. I listen to it from the perspective of <clears throat> not a host, but a listener. So I would say, okay, how do I like this episode? And I ask myself a lot of different questions. Uh, various questions, you know, um, how does the episode make me feel? Was it was it fluid? Um, you know, how was the audio? You know, were people over talking just the whole vibe on how we can improve the podcast as a whole from a technical perspective? And then from a host perspective, are we doing our job? How well did the guests do? What was the topic? Was it a good topic? You know, should we stay in this vein? Or, you know, where should we go? And so mm -hmm. forth and so on. Um, <clears throat> because I think before I go on to um, uh, Tuesday, uh, but uh, I, th I think, you know, a lot of our listeners don't understand that, you know, that we we select these topics and our guests specifically um, for, or we select these topics and we select our guests specifically for the topics. Um, it's, it's, you just don't pick anybody that you say, oh, yeah, I know somebody that went through that or I know somebody that, you know, get down like that and stuff like that. No, it's a lot. It's a, it's a lot more, you know, that goes into, the, I guess, the vetting process of who should be on the show <clears throat> and if they would make a good guess. Um, they have to have personality. They have to be able to, you know, open up, share, 
their experiences, etc. Get along well with people, you know, speak well, articulate and all this other kind of stuff. Okay, so after I, you know, uh, check out the show, uh, make my show notes and, and most times it's minimal. Um, but once I make my show notes, um, I'm already looking at the this the current week or the upcoming episode. So I'm doing my research based on the topic. OK, that starts on Monday. On Tuesday, <clears throat> I'm already working on trivia. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have five trivia categories. So depending on what trivia was chosen the week before, I'm <clears throat> going to different websites, you know, looking up different, you know, things about the movies, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Et you know, trying to find the trivia cuff questions. And, you know, you don't want trivia questions to be too easy, but you don't want them to be too hard because you want people to get involved. And then I work on <clears throat> um, basically all the different segments, you know. <clears throat> so from a um, I guess from a, 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 a content standpoint, I'm already working on the show Tuesday. I'm working on the show description in segment one. I'm working on <clears throat> segment two, which is the would you rather coming up with those questions. Uh, segment three, the trivia. And then, <clears throat> you know, if anything, um, you know, we get anything on social media that said segment four. And then, you know, obviously the, um, the final thought and all that. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'm coming up with the show, the outline and the content and there's a lot of research that goes into that so i start that on Mm -hmm. tuesday so i gotta have everything ready for you on wednesday to post as far Mm -hmm. as like the extended version of the show topic and show description you know show title the official show title because sometimes the title that we use during recording isn't the one that we present on the website so Mm -hmm. i gotta make sure i get that to you and it's done and it's edited and there's no misspelling and grammar you know issues with the content get it to you ready for Wednesday. And then, like I said, Tuesday, I start working on the next week's show. So Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. By Thursday, that's my deadline to have Mm -hmm. everything done and ready. So it gives myself another day, which is Friday or two, Saturday, to come up with any kind of changes that we need to have. I print everything out, every segment, all the show notes, have everything ready for you. And um, yeah, and then also during this time, we're working on trying to coordinate the guests. Yeah, that that definitely takes steps. Coordinating the guests is big, along with coordinating the guests, staying ahead of the game with what's coming up with the guests after that, um, and you know being in contact with not just the guests. You didn't mention that you wash the glasses every week because that's been like a common. Yes, everybody. Wait a minute, this is inside. The glasses are washed all the time. If you come by, it's uh, definitely your choice to. To, to pour and to partake because everybody clean. y'all wash these glasses of course he washed the dang old glasses what are y'all tripping on you know what i'm saying so, but he didn't put uh, that he didn't say that but he do but we may have to give people red cups get a stack of those just for the people that keep complaining about it yeah so uh that's everything that goes into searching for claire huxtable hopefully you like the mixtape you're gonna get throughout this episode it's gonna be peppered as you listen with different drops and different things we've already discussed some uh topics we've already had a lot of great guests they'll definitely all be in full effect when we do the live event coming up at the end of june make sure that you make your plans to be there for searching for claire searching for claire huxtable episode 20 in full effect maceo we out. Peace. Every Wednesday, listen up to the Searching for Claire Huxtable podcast. Dating, flirting, relationships and sex from a black man's perspective to and with black women. With black women.
Check us out at www.searchingforclairehuxtable.com. Follow and like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Searching for Claire. That's searching number four, Claire.